Hello, my friends, and thank you for listening to the B2B Marketing Podcast. My name is Katie Martell, thrilled to be your guest host from across the pond in the U.S., where we are excited to welcome the B2B community to Ignite USA this May, May 23rd and 24th in Chicago. Now, I'll be co-hosting this year's event alongside the wonderful Joel Harrison and all of our friends at B2B Marketing, plus a lineup of expert marketing speakers, practitioners, some of whom I get the great pleasure to sit down with on this podcast and one of whom I have the distinct pleasure to introduce right now. My guest today is Zanti Ho, President and Chief Strategist of Agency Media Valerie and Head of Strategy at Convince and Convert. Zanti, hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you so, so much for being here. So happy to be here. Always happy to chat with you, Katie. I'm particularly delighted that we get to chat. It's been a minute. COVID did its thing. You've had some kids. It's done its thing. I mean, I'm happy that you're back here with us today and more excited that you're going to be back at Ignite USA in Chicago. We are long overdue for a big hug. Um, But before we get into what you're going to talk about in Chicago, um, tell us a bit what you're up to these days. Uh, How have you been the past few years and what are you focused on today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like I am so excited to be leading a fantastic team at Media Valerie and still working with the fantastic folks at Convince and Convert and all of our awesome major brand clients. We just won the award for uh, best content marketing blog uh, this past year and really proud of the team over there for just creating some fantastic content and helping folks really up their marketing game. I love to be at conferences like Ignite USA to really share my proselytization of the importance of data, storytelling, and customer experience. You do proselytize many things in this industry, but I've always admired the way that you bring it down to brass tacks, actionable advice. Um, It's one of the many reasons we're so excited to hear from you in Chicago. Um, Tell us a bit about the kinds of companies that you work with and for. What kind of verticals are you focused on? What kind of stuff are you up to? For sure. So at Media Valerie, we are really working with small and medium businesses, mostly in professional services, but we also work with some institutions that include ARP Research, which is the research wing of ARP. That includes uh, some universities. It also includes museums. So that's really fun. But mostly working with B2B businesses uh, and really enjoying that process. We at Convince and Convert work with major brands ranging from Bentley Motors to Caesars Entertainment to the IMF. I got to do a fantastic project with them on their podcast a little while ago. So things like that are are, are bread and butter and really helping, again, take the folks who are already good at marketing and really up-leveling their skills so that they can get more strategic and more effective and really connect with their audiences in a highly relevant way. I love that. And I think that's, you're touching on an important point, which is that I think marketing itself is a discipline, right? It changes significantly, but the core of it is, is pretty much always going to be the same, right? The focus on the customer, the efficiency, the measurement. And you said good marketers getting better. I love that. I have a feeling that's what we're going to find at Ignite USA. There's this sense of people coming together already very good at what they do, just looking to up-level and looking to improve. And I think it's a weird time to be in B2B marketing. I mean, it's always like a weird time to do what we do, but especially in 2023. It's one of the reasons we chose a theme this year for Ignite that is the new frontier. Things are different. Channels are different. Tech demands are different. And certainly economic conditions are different. Tell me how you see this new frontier of B2B in this particular point in time. 
to me, the new frontier is going to be personalization. And on one hand, we've been talking about personalization for years, but we're actually at this nexus point where you can see that AI technologies, the expectations of customers for high relevance, high emotional resonance is becoming a really important part of the conversation. And I think what's important about that is that it means that for B2B companies, there is no longer an excuse not to create content that is really, really specific to each person that you are marketing to, making sure that you are not only highlighting the pain points that are highly relevant to them, but the solutions that are highly relevant to them in a way, in a delivery mechanism that's highly specific. And the reason that I think we're in the moment now is that AI makes it easier to synthesize information more than ever before. And what's cool about that is that whether you're a small company or a large company, you can actually take a lot of data and, and digest it and learn from it in a really cool way. Um, I'll give you an example uh, that I just pulled out for another talk that I'm giving uh, coming up. Um, I actually asked ChatGPT to tell me what was most relevant to somebody who's shopping for insurance plans as a pet owner. And I asked it to talk about what that would look like for millennials. And then I asked it to talk about it specifically for boomers. And it gave me a completely different list in each case because it's synthesizing all of the different words that are related to the priorities of one group versus the other. Now that's a very, very simple search that I performed in a tool for two minutes. Imagine what you could be doing with all of the data that's out there about your audiences and those specific personas or profiles that you are marketing to. And I think, you know, coming back to the idea of resonance and relevance, I wonder if that barrier between, you know, knowing what our audience needs and wants is, is and you and I both know it's probably a lot of, lot of things preventing a marketer from being truly personalized, but one of them just could be we don't have the insights at hand to help us understand what is most relevant, what will resonate. And I love this use of chat GPT. What a great idea to just pop it in and say, give me a starting point. A lot of content, you know, writers just need a starting point, some kind of spark of inspo. I love that. I can see it being used in B2B. Why not put in the top priorities of a director of IT security, right? And, and see what it comes up with. I think there's no exactly. limit to assuming the data is accurate, <laughs> a whole nother topic. I say there's no limit to at least giving us uh, a better chance at resonance. That's a fascinating use case. That's exactly right. And I think that what's important about emotional resonance is reflecting back the expectations, the language, and the ways in which our audience really communicates. And sometimes we know what it is that they need, but we don't know how it is that they communicate or think about those specific needs. Or we don't necessarily know how to use those words in a way that feels natural to them. So I think that, again, you have this opportunity right now to digest what's out there and really understand the other thing that I'm really loving spending time on recently has been Reddit for a similar reason, which is that it's super honest and it's people using their everyday language to talk about their challenges in lots and lots of specific niche spaces. So if you're not already looking at the communities that are out there who are talking about really specific topics, you should be. I mean, to your point about an IT director, um, one of our clients at Convince and Convert is one of the largest organizations for IT professionals. And 
we spent a lot of time digging into the different communities where these IT professionals were spending time to really understand not only how they were talking about their challenges around this particular organization's products, but also what they were looking for in terms of the problems that they needed to have solved every day. I love that use of Reddit. I mean, to me, it just shows the curiosity that it comes kind of natural to what I think a great marketer does. You know, this insanely curious about the audience. It, it, it's a lot of lip service often given to that importance. Oh yeah, we need to understand our buyers. Oh yeah. It changes. And especially given how much our gigs have changed in the past four years, that the same applies to our buyers. And so I do feel like there's this never ending muscle I look at it like a muscle that a marketer has to develop and those mechanisms of how you go and get that insight changes every X months. Kudos for oh, using Reddit. Sense. Kudos for this chat. Any other tips for getting, I know this is not even the topic that you're speaking at Ignite. I love this, but more tips for getting to know your buyers, for getting to know them at a level that gives you access to the, the, the talk tracks, the language and the topics that make content resonant. I think that you really have to ask them the questions that you want to better understand. Oftentimes, folks are not necessarily out there surveying their audience as frequently as they would like or actually building in those mechanisms for feedback in their touch points. But it's not difficult to have just a, a single question in, say, your website interface that pops up on certain screens so that folks can actually give you that information right away. Um, chatbots are another really fantastic tool for getting more information because how they ask you questions and what they ask you about and the language that they use really can be very telling. Um, and then the, the other piece of it, I think, is creating those communities, right? So yes, you can go out to communities that already exist like Spiceworks or Reddit, but if you give your community a platform to come together and ask questions, that can also be really powerful. Uh, at Convince and Convert, we um, have worked with um, Cisco for a long time. And one of the things that you see within their community of marketers who have come together as Cisco brand partners is that it's an opportunity for them to get real honest with each other about what their challenges are. But from Cisco's point of view, they can learn a lot. Oh, yeah. And I, and I love that. Bringing the partners in, making them part of that that collaborative community effort. That is the dream, you know, of, of online communities is that we as a brand can foster a place. The trick is being agnostic, I think. The trick is allowing a space where customers can be truly honest. Um, and that's where I think some use of behavioral data is really interesting, especially in B2B, especially when we think about what can we learn from the uh, effectiveness of our campaigns or what messages are resonating. We do have to come back to the data we are collecting with those many, many MarTech tools that we, of course, are all spending too much money on. So talk to me about behavioral data. Talk to me about the data that we're collecting. Are you seeing clients using uh, campaign response data, you know, um, segment data what, to see what messages are resonating or how to impact? How does that impact then, you know, the content strategy? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. What I'm seeing right now is that a lot of teams are still struggling to connect the dots. And that's really what I'm going to be talking about at Ignite USA. It's this idea that we are spending a lot of time digging into the data in these individual silos. We can tell you how our email performs. We can tell you what resonates in email. We can tell you how our ads perform. We can tell you which ads work. But we haven't done a really good job of integrating these different touch points so that we have a clear picture across the ecosystem. I have worked with really large um, financial services clients, for instance, where their sales team is telling me, we think that these are the four things that matter to our audience. 
And I said, that's really interesting. How does that reflect uh, their behavior in the data? And they said, well, we don't actually know how to find that out. We've never put together those metrics and we don't really connect those dots. And so then I asked them, well, then how do you know that your hypothesis is correct? And they're like, well, anecdotally, we think it's true. But there's so much confirmation bias in our decision-making, right? As sales professionals, as marketing professionals, et cetera, when we don't actually have those objective measures. And so if you're not proactively saying we need to invest the time and energy to create good systems on the back end to put together this information and then query that data so that we're actually coming out with who are our most proactive uh, content consumers are they the customers that actually buy the most services from us and if not why not then we're actually missing out on the opportunity to activate people who could be activated What's really fascinating to me is some of my clients who are best at this are actually my small business clients because they're so personally invested that when they ask those kinds of questions, they're interested in digging into all of those data points because for them, maybe a win is only activity five of those people who are most passionate about their content and suddenly they've got a ton more revenue, right? But if that's true on the small business side, why aren't we doing it for medium and large businesses as well? Those are the opportunities that I'm really excited to help people start saying, why can't we do this? What's stopping us from putting together all of our different data points and really getting good at asking the hard questions? Those are some good questions. And I think those are the questions that honestly define the company that survives 2023 and the one that is best uh, set for 2033, not to jump ahead too far and scare us all here, but <laughs> I do believe, and I, I think what you're touching on is so important. It speaks to your topic at Ignite USA, um, you know, decision-making using data and analytics. And this question about why can the small company have such kind of a seamless flow, uh, seamless is, you know, optimistic, but why can't a large company? Welcome to the age of why I think being in marketing operations, revenue operations, or any other kind of title is the most exciting place to sit in a business right now. I work with a lot of them. I'm sure you do too. Those people that can figure out how to connect the pipes, how to make data flow from one place to another and make it accurate, to me are the most valuable people in the next decade. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's not just about having those connection setup, it's also about being curious to your earlier point. If you are not coming to the table, asking the questions about why and how our audience behaves, then you're missing out on the opportunity to identify the powerful places where your brand can be a part of that journey. I love that. Stay curious, but have the tech chops to back it up, you know, to make it come to life. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you see so many companies investing heavily in these enterprise tech stacks. And really all it's about is is helping them think through, at least to me, this is how I understand the world uh, of MarTech these days. It's helping them understand that it's not about the channel. It is about the customer. But to make that a reality, to be truly omni-channel, all of the channels have been talk and give you one view of the customer. I mean, that is the nirvana we all want. It is so rare, it is hard, but it's, it is the enabler of personalization. It's the enabler of this truly relevant future that even you are describing. So yeah, tell me what you see then. How has the conversation in your world changed You know, around this particular point um, in the past few years since COVID really started? Are companies ready to embrace this mindset? 
Well, I think that a lot of companies have recognized the importance of having that integrated tech stack and that omni-channel approach. The challenge, I think, is that we actually don't often deliver as companies on that omni-channel experience for our customers in a meaningful way. And what I mean by that is that there's still a lot of uh, territorial behavior within different departments, right? I have a client right now that their challenge is that they have a really fantastic social media program, but then they don't have good social media customer service. So there are a lot of folks who are complaining about different issues that they have with the actual services of this client on social media, but the people who run that piece of it are not the people who are posting the content, right? And so that creates a disconnect that's very jarring for the customer. If you cannot fulfill against this omni-channel experience, then you are wasting what could be really fantastic marketing because it doesn't deliver on the promise. Now, it's not necessarily the job of the marketers to fix that issue, but I also think it demonstrates why leadership from that higher level, from the C-suite, from the operations side, et cetera, on the customer experience piece is actually part of the marketing storytelling because you cannot market well if you don't have this strong operational piece of it solved. So I think that we have to have some strong conversations within our organizations about what is the story that we can tell if we aren't actually aligned to that story in our experience. The experience is the story. I think that's I think that's brilliant. And I do think it's something that marketers are getting. They understand. They're wrapping their head around. Any tips for a marketer who is listening to this going, I am bought in. I want this feature. I'm having trouble breaking down the silos. Any advice that you give besides brings on to you and to tell them what's what? Hello, give you a call and you'll tell them how to break down the silos. Yes, but if the marketer do. is sitting there going, hey. <laughs> tell me, give me some advice for helping break down those walls internally as the marketer who yeah. wants to be the pioneer here. For sure. I think that you, this is a really fascinating question. And um, one of my good friends, uh, Jenny Magic, uh, is a, a fantastic marketer who has really wrapped her mind around the idea of team alignment being such a huge part of the work that you can actually have done by a consultant. That it's not just about creating the marketing strategy, which again, if you have issues there, please do feel free to reach out to me but also about how do we make sure that we get people bought into these different pieces, identify the challenges that are making it difficult for us to actually connect the dots, and also get people really invested in the ROI of breaking down those silos. Because to our earlier point, you may have some really fantastic sales opportunities, but if you aren't asking the right questions of the marketing data, then the sales team actually misses out on those things. If you don't have good customer experience, then the promises that you're making in your advertising doesn't necessarily resonate. If we can spend some time identifying the loss of revenue that is happening in these different spaces because we are not connecting the dots and then get those teams to say, okay, we could all be performing X percent better if we actually work together and brought in somebody to help us coach through all of these different issues. I think that that can actually level up so many different departments within our, our organizations and really change the culture around our marketing, our messaging, and our customer experience. One thing I appreciate about you is that you always give us a holistic perspective. It's tech, but it's also culture, right? 
it's data, but it's also right. curiosity. There's a got to be this wonderful, cohesive blend of both, um, which is why I know we are so excited to have you on stage at Ignite USA this May, where you will be talking in depth about powering marketing decision-making through data and analytics. If I have not convinced you, my friends, to buy your ticket now to Ignite, I don't know what will. Zanti, is there anything I haven't asked you about this topic? Because I don't want to give too much away. I want people to come to see us in Chicago in May, meet you in person. You're also a delight delightful human being. And I want them to come to your session. But anything else you want to share on this topic um, between now, which we're filming in March and May, when we'll get to do this in person? Well, I will just encourage folks to ask questions in the comments and to bring their questions to Ignite USA, because one of the things that I actually love doing is asking answering questions on the fly from my audience, because I know that we are all struggling to solve for a lot of these different challenges and that most of our organizations recognize some of the challenges that I've laid out today, but don't necessarily have the how and the what of the process down. So bring your questions, come challenge me. I love it. I can't wait to see you. That's a bold challenge, Zanzi. I love that. Come ask me anything. Our next session is going to be just putting you in a chair in the hot seat, and we'll just let everyone ask all their most pressing, what's keeping them up at night. Careful. We might book that. <laughs> I'm so thrilled to see you, honestly. And if you want to learn more about Zanti, LinkedIn, uh, ZantiHo.com, Z-O-N-T-E-E-H-O-U on Twitter. Um, and I do recommend following you because you are a delight on social media as well, always full of sharing the tips. You could keep those secret, my friend. They're worth a lot. You could, but you give them away as you always do. The generosity is real. <laughs> so happy. Now, listen, anything else that you want to promote or speak to before I let us go today? I know there's a ton of content at the website and that you're always sending more. So my best tip for everyone listening is to follow Zanti. You will not be disappointed. Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, really encourage you to follow us over at convinceandconvert.com. Fantastic blog, podcast, video content. And if you're interested in, again, uh, supporting small businesses, especially from a team that is uh, 100% women and majority minority, come over to my website, mediavalerie.com, and we'd love to see you there too. Bucking the status quo all over the place. I love it, my friend. What a pleasure to see you, to catch up. My friends, please join us at Ignite USA this May, May 23rd and 24th in Chicago. Tickets are at B2B, the number two, B2Bigniteusa.com. Um, and we want to thank you all for listening, Zanti. And thank you so much. We cannot wait to see you on stage in May. 